Greetings, everyone. This is Eric Stewart from the Bad Rhino Local Podcast. And today I'm joined with Thomas Padula, who's the founder of Padula Media. So how are you doing, Thomas? Great, Eric. Thanks for having me on to the podcast. Yeah, it is um, absolutely great to have you here. And, you know, we were talking a little bit before this, and Padula Media is a company that I've heard of in the local Westchester area um, since I started working up there at Bad Rhino. So, um, Thomas, I'm going to kind of give you the floor here to start. Um, Kick it off. Tell our listeners more about Padula Media and uh, what you guys do there. Yeah, so you mentioned local. So I'll start with my story since I'm, I'm a local guy. I grew up 10 minutes away. I went through the entire Unionville Chatsford School District system from K through 12. Uh, that led me to start my business when I was 17, junior in high school at Unionville High School. Um, so obviously, I, I can say an enormous amount of great things about uh, that school, and especially the high school over there. Um, when I started my business, it was real estate photography and videography. Um, and then over this, yeah, it's seven years that we've been in business today, but over the first three or four years, I went to Westchester University. Um, at my time at Westchester, I was doing business with subcontractors. It was pretty much just myself and subs um, and start to do, you know, five digits a month in revenue and school full time. So it was intense, especially for a business that, you know, you need to be meeting with people. You need to be on site. Um, it, it was an intense time at Westchester University. So I bought a condo in, my, in December of that year, moved off campus and uh, decided about 15 days in that it was best for me to move on from college for the time being to focus on my business for a little bit. Um, so I did that. And then I went back to school, did it online and just graduated uh, from Westchester University. I went back, I went to Delco, then I went back to Westchester um, and, and just finished up here in May um, this past year in 2023, which is pretty exciting. So <clears throat> I started to hire my full-time team about, uh, I guess, three, three, or th- three or four years ago now. Um, and now we have a full-time team of five, full-service digital marketing. So web design build, SEO, uh, photography, and video. Um, I'd say 60 to 70% of our business is within a five-mile radius. And then we have clients from Florida all the way out to, to Denver and uh, all the way north to Boston. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And thanks for the like overview background there. And we're going to hit on your services a little bit later on in the podcast. Talk a lot, a lot more in depth about like social media and SEO and all that stuff. But um, let's start with a key point you talked about was starting a business when you're a junior in high school. How did that idea really come up for you? Or how did that kind of spark your entrepreneurship at a, such a young age? Yeah, so it's interesting because what I do now and what I like to do now is completely different than what it was then. Then it was, I love to fly a drone. I love marketing. I didn't necessarily have an entrepreneur. I mean, I'm sure I did. I, I'm, a, I'm a creative. Um, I love business. I love numbers. I love systems. I love processes. But back then it was, I, I flew a drone around inside in high school in my photo video class. I did the weather uh, channel. So twice a week, hopped on camera, did, did the weather report, made it fun, not just the weather. Um, and that's kind of what led me into the world of marketing. Um, and I've been doing that ever since seventh grade, did that all the way through, uh, I guess, 11th grade when the business started to take off. But my thing was, I just loved flying the drone. <laughs> I loved capturing people's attention. I love video. Um, but when you do video for a certain period of time and you're like, wait, wait a second, when you go more to the video side, you're not necessarily on the camera. It's like, okay, well, and I'm editing is my true mission here video or is it marketing and capturing people's attention and getting them a part of something and having an impact? And that's kind of what uh, I had to discover 
Um, but it was definitely, you know, the change of pace. Like now I, I own real estate and I have the marketing company, but I never thought seven years ago, nine years ago, that'd be interesting buying real estate, um, as an investment income. So it's a, the journey teaches you a lot. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure there's some ups and downs there. And speaking of the journey here, um, you know, I'm two and a half years here at Bad Rhino and there's things you do when you're starting out your career, um, whether you're starting your own business or you're starting, um, with a company, especially when you're in sales that you kind of just have to push out there, right? Whether it's cold called, cold emails, um, there's a whole plethora of just kind of knocking down doors, going to local chamber events and all this different stuff. But um, yeah. tell me about when you first started, you're in college, um, you're deciding to kind of drop out of college, put it on the back burner and start this business and really go full force into it. What was, um, what was your marketing look like? Were you going to net local networking events? Were you cold calling people? Like how were you getting your business when you first started out? So going back to how the journey teaches you a lot, uh, what I do then is a lot different than what I do now. But I was probably, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if I networked more than any person on the face of the planet for about two years. Um, and when anyone tells you that, you know, and that's why I get so frustrated with the, the school thing and debt, um, hard work pays off, period. So just, you know, do something, period. Um, networking events, five, six nights a week. Um, networking meetings, one-on-ones, eight times a day, Monday through Thursday, right? If I'm not working on a project, if I'm not, you know, working on a sale, go network. That's how I built my business. Um, I think that's how anyone can build their business or themselves, even if they don't own a business, is network and build that network. Um, your network is your net worth. I don't necessarily agree with that because you still have to do something with your network. But if you have a purpose with your network and you provide value to them, like connecting them, that's a true purchase. So, or a, that's a true purpose. So uh, that's what I did. It's just networking. That's how I grew my business. No, no marketing. That was my marketing. I love it. I love it. And Westchester and like the Exton region is a great place to kind of get out there and just talking to people. Um, I know for me personally, it's yeah. been great just like meeting people and connecting people with other people. Um, and it really is a cool community network. And I'll ask you about the chamber um, a little bit later on in this podcast for sure. But um, cool. yeah. tell me real quick, because this is like kind of a stereotypical question, but I just want to hear your take on it. What's the biggest challenge you had of starting your business? Was it kind of the confidence to just kind of go for it and go do it? Um, or was it something like completely different? I think my challenge is probably different than a lot of other people's challenges. Um, some people have cash flow issues. Some people have issues getting business. I think my issue has always been and continues to be the balance. The balance of where to invest my time, where to invest the company's funds for investment. And that's always like whether you do 100000 in revenue, $2 million in revenue, or $10 million in revenue, where do you spend your next marketing dollar? Where do you spend your next 10 minutes? Um, because those are the things that build a business. It's not, you know, one client that gives you all your revenue. It's 10 minutes a day. Like, what are you spending that time on to help grow your business? Are you working on your business or in the business? When you're working on the business, it's a lot easier to scale it than working in the business. And especially when you only have in these small businesses, one visionary usually, or half a visionary, you really need to be focused on the big picture because if you're not, you're not usually going to be growing. Business owners and marketing professionals in the Philly area, Bad Rhino takes the overwhelm out of digital marketing. With tailored digital marketing services, from social media management to SEO and PPC advertising, our expert team navigates the complexities of the digital ad space for your business. Let Bad Rhino lead you to success. 
Visit BadRhinoInc.com and let's take your business to new heights. Bad Rhino, we do digital marketing so you don't have to. So Thomas, let's talk about your services that you have because really it's kind of interesting to hear this whole thing started with a drone, with an idea. Yeah. You like flying okay. drones around, but now it's full service digital marketing agency. Um kind of blown up here. So do you guys still focus on a lot of video production? Um, or where's kind of your focus there? And then of course you do like the whole gamut too as well. But. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, you know, to put in the most simple terms, we do marketing for home service businesses and professional services. And the heart of any marketing is usually a website. So obviously we start there. And if they're driving leads, SEO. Now, we do have other services that we offer. We have several clients that just use our video services or just use our social media management services or SEO or um, just hosting their website. Maybe we'd even build it. But at the end of the day, our, the clients that we take, and I don't want to say 10x their business, but you know, 50 to 100% growth over year over year, we're doing their SEO. We're doing their local SEO. We're doing their video, their social media, because... We are, you know, we're, we work with small businesses, two to 50 million a year in revenue. And our goal is to help those businesses grow with double or triple digit percentage growth year over year. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome too, to have all those different services. Cause I know it's something we do here at Bad Rhino too, is like taking it. And when you get an incoming inbound lead or you reach out to someone, you really have to sit down with the person and figure out, you know, if you were personally running this business, how would you run this business? And you make kind of a customized plan that best fits their needs to get them the results that they're looking for, right? At the end of the day. Yeah. And making sure you're on the same page about the, because it is a partnership, right? And, you know, the second I hear RFP, and I'm sure you guys are the same way, it's like, (laughs) these people don't look at it like a partnership. They're looking at it as a vendor relationship. So, um, and I, I think it's good that most marketing agencies are starting to look at that the same way. Absolutely. You cracked me up a little bit with the RFP question, or the uh, yeah, RFP comment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, well, I, had a I had a meeting, I won't mention the date, um, but they said, you know, RFP for two different companies. I'm like, and, and we're talking, you know, not a big size company. And I'm like, this is just a nightmare. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll move on from that because <laughs> we could talk yeah. we could talk a whole another podcast about that. But um, Thomas, yeah. um, congratulations on winning the Titan 100 CEO back to back years. Um, Thank you. And then I think it was like another 140 under 40 as well um, that you won too. Yeah, the Philadelphia 100's fastest growing company is definitely um, out of the seven years and the top five achievements that we've gotten for sure. Um, you know, with how many companies are in the you know, greater Philadelphia area to be one of the 100 fastest growing is quite quite an accomplishment. So how does that feel as like an owner of a company? Like when you were first starting out this company, was this even like on the table for you um, to kind of get these different achievements and have like a full team behind you? Or um, is it kind of like surreal kind of sitting here seven years later? Yeah, it's kind of nuts. Um, again, I didn't really know what I wanted. Like I, I didn't start my business and I'm like, I want a several million dollar year business. And I want this amount of profit. I want, you know, a boat, a second home, you know, a yacht, whatever. Like, no, that's not, I never, like, I never dreamed of having, like, what, what is it like to own a successful business with X amount of employees and X amount of client servicing? It's, it, and I'm glad I didn't have that expectation because when I look from then and now, the only difference between then and now is, the amount of people that we're able to help. Like, are there benefits to, 
you know, the having great clients that, you know, treat to, you know, it's, it's nice having partnerships and friend, friendships, but it's all about the relationships that the business has created for me, like Philadelphia 100, Titan 100, all these other awards um, and the, the great relationship that we have here with the team. Um, it's definitely surreal. Uh, I've been able to do wonderful things in the world of real estate and providing great housing, luxury housing for people here in Westchester, um, create great jobs and opportunities for my team. Um, and help my clients grow. But no, it's not what I envision by any means. But you know, I think what fuels me to keep going and growing the company is we can help more people. And like, how many more businesses can we take to keep growing? Absolutely. And when you're, when you're truly helping people, that's when it becomes fun, right? That's when digital yeah. marketing, you can see the impact of it. You're really changing these people's life that own these um, HVAC companies, plumbing companies, landscaping companies, all these different home service kind of industries sure. there. Um, so, you know, digital marketing is one of those fields that a lot of people kind of do it on their own and they have the ability to hire like contractors and all that. But for you, um, you decided to grow kind of an in-house team over there at Padola Media. Um, what was the reason for that one? And then, um, two, what did that first hire look like? And when was that kind of decision made that, you know, I I do want a full-time kind of team, um, for you. So it took me three hires before I found our director of operations, who's been a key player in helping grow the company. And we've gone through a lot of people to identify our our team now. Um, It's not a choice. If you want to continue to grow as a business, as a person, you need to build a team. If you're not growing, you're dying. You know, figure inflation was like 10 to 15% easily last year. Okay, if you grew 50%, now you grew 35%. And that's a crazy thing to think. So how are you supposed to sustain that growth if you're not hiring people and good people? So I know that's maybe not the answer you were looking for, but it's a very practical one. And I think an unfortunate reality for maybe a lot of businesses that haven't been able to um, grow for a couple of years. And if I wasn't growing at the pace I was, I would definitely be looking at things like EO, EOS, um, you know, coaching programs. Um, Thankfully, you know, with the help of a few coaches and mentors on the way, for sure, we've been able to grow pretty successfully. But if we weren't growing this year, we'll grow 55%. If if we weren't growing over that 15, 20% a year, I would say that we would need some help. Gotcha. And Thomas, I, you know, I want to shout out your team too, because I met some of your team at different chamber events too. And they're all super passionate about what they do. I know you have a video guy over there who loves creating awesome videos. It's kind of like um, this young YouTube kind of guy over there. Uh, How do you kind of keep those people on your team for like a longer time? How do you like retain those employees that um, really are young guys or young girls who um, kind of have that entrepreneurship a little bit, but how do you kind of keep them on your team, keep them kind of entertained throughout the week? weeks, days, and months. Yeah. So oh, he's probably back there listening right now. Uh, we're in the office together today. Um, I think, I think the most important thing for him is, you know, he's a younger guy, um, 19 and I started when I was young too. So I put myself in his position and I say, you know, when I was younger, I, you know, if I, if I had a team in my first three years, it would have blown up just as quick. And doing things together and leveraging people's talents themselves can really allow for success. So when Owen was doing his own thing, we kind of figured out, okay, well, if I do this and you do that, I think we can have a pretty good you know, overall partnership here. It's, uh, it's still you know, an employee business relationship, but you can still have that success. Everyone here is, I think, treats it more than just a nine to five. And when you 
you know, but you have to, as a leadership position, understand that it's not just nine to five and it's a small business and you're looking to grow. And, um, but you have to have that mutual understanding of what it's like to grow and how you want to grow um, and have those expectations set. So if you set those expectations right and keep things light and fun and you grow, um, I think that's where success looks like. And, you know, I think that's the new workplace as well. Awesome. No, that's, that's, that's great there. Um, so one thing I definitely want to hit on here is the, um, the Greater Westchester Chamber, and you are a board member over there. And I have saw you at a couple different events just kind of walking around. So tell me a little bit what it's like networking in the chamber and um, kind of what it means to you to be like a part of a board member of the Greater Westchester Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, so a lot of people uh, are on a board or you know part of chambers to network and get business. I look at it as giving back. Uh, who can I meet to uh, that I can mentor because I had great mentors to me? Uh, what businesses can I meet? Um, and maybe just meet with them and help them. Maybe not actually work with them, but just meet with them and help them. So for me, um, being on the board of the chamber is a great way to be involved in the community, the Christmas parade, all the great events, um, the, the great... Uh, and, some of these aren't necessarily the, bur- the chamber, but, you know, how can we make the chili uh, cook-off more successful? How can we make the restaurants um, festival more successful? The Christmas parade is obviously the biggest event of the year. Um, but how can we, add, you know, how can I and we as the board, as leaders, uh, make it more impactful to the community? How can we not all- just put it past the businesses, too? Like, obviously, you have to be a business to be a part of the chamber. But what about the people that aren't necessarily a part of the um businesses within the chamber, but they still want to be involved. And I think that's a really exciting one. If, if you look at how many tens of thousands of people are impacted by the Christmas parade, it's pretty powerful. It's pretty powerful. So uh, when I look at my role, it's more of a giving back mm-hmm. thing. Um, I don't, you know, I, I know you're, you're still a networker, which is awesome. I, um, I don't network as much as I used to because it's, I'm, I'm our main sales force. <laughs> um, so for me, it's more of a way to get back. I gotcha. No, that's awesome. Awesome. Well, Thomas, I'm going to roll out the red carpet here, um, let you shout out your website, social medias, where people can go check you out and learn more about your company. Yeah, absolutely. Please go to our website, Padula, P-A-D-U-L-A, media.com. Uh, I suggest you start there. If you want to leave, let that lead you to social media, um, go ahead. But we invested a great bit of time uh, and resources to make a special website for everyone. So I uh, appreciate it if you could check that out. Awesome. Awesome. That will be linked in the description. Anyone listening, go definitely go check out that website. I was just on it the other day. Beautiful website. So definitely check that out. And Thomas, um, I appreciate your time today doing this podcast with me. And I look forward to seeing you at future networking events. Eric, thanks for having me.